Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to our podcast, Eternity's Viewpoint. I am going to be reading from 1 Peter chapter uh, 1, and, excuse me, chapter 2, and uh, I'm going to read with verse number 9, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And I guess I'd want to entitle this God's plan of redemption. John 3 and verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, Romans chapter 10, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In verse number 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We're talking about being, uh, being a people who were not a people. In other words, the unregenerate, the person who's never been saved doesn't uh, understand what this all, is all about, but how God brings people together through his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I want to look at Psalm chapter 40. Psalm chapter 40, again, it seems to be one of my favorite uh, passages, of, passages of Scripture, Psalm chapter 40. And beginning with verse number 1, Psalm 40, beginning with verse number 1. It takes me a few minutes to get here, but uh, hang with me if you would. Psalm 40, beginning with verse number 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise under a God. Many shall see it, and shall fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside the lies. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us would. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they're more than can be numbered. So we're talking about being a part of the family of God. We're talking about people that come together from all uh, races and all 
uh, backgrounds who come to the saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we see how that God brings his people together. As I said in 1 Peter chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 10, I want to read that verse again for us. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 of which salvation the prophets have inquired, who searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. And then in First uh, Peter chapter 2, in verse number 10, it says, Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. What kind of people are we? First uh, Peter chapter 2 uh, verses 1 to 9, Wherefore, laying aside all malice, excuse me, ver, uh, Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and evil speakings, as newborn babes, desires the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow there, thereby. If so, by ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming is unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, chosen of God and precious. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which would believe that he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even of them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, Whereunto also they were appointed, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Think of that. The Bible says we are peculiar people. We're a chosen generation. We're royal priesthood. We're people that should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of his darkness into his marvelous light. That's God bringing his people together. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. The Bible talks about the Christian as being different now. Uh, doesn't matter where you've come from. Doesn't matter what God's, uh, what you were before. The Bible says in First Peter chapter four, First Peter chapter four, that we are now a different kind of people. First uh, Peter chapter four, beginning with verse two, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. So the Word of God is saying that once you get saved, you're a different person. You don't hang out with the same crowd. You don't do the same things. And people begin to question you. They wonder, what in the world? Are you not a good Joe anymore? Do you, do you think you're better than us? And oftentimes that's a criticism that you're going, you're going to get because we no longer run with the same crowd. 
What does God do with us once we've been saved, once we become a part of his people? We have a different group to hang out with, but we still need to love those that we used to hang out with. We still need to care about them. We still need to pray about pray for them. We still ought to be kind to them. But first, excuse me, Philippians, Philippians chapter 1, Philippians chapter 1 beginning with verse number three. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day into now, being confident of this very thing, that he which have begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Bible talks about the people that we're hanging out with now and how we are so grateful, so appreciative for them. You know, they have an impact in our lives. They make a difference. They encourage us. They build us up. They edify us, and we ought to do that with them as well. We need to continually pray for them. We're thankful for their fellowship and the time that we spend together. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 2, Fulfill you my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. And, uh, you know, once we become a current part of the people of God, once we've been born again, once we've been saved, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ makes us successful. Everybody wants to be successful, but how does the Christian become successful in his life? First, uh, Joshua chapter 1 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt give a, have success. So the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that makes us successful. He gives us the ability to make the right choices, to do the right things. He, give us, he gives us direction. Psalm thirty-seven twenty-three says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord, with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And then, of course, we have a responsibility as believers to take the message to the world, the message of the gospel. Matthew chapter 18, excuse me, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and 20, it says, uh, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Excuse me. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And then what what can we offer as a believer? We can have what what does God offer us and we can share with the world? He offers a shelter in the time of storm. He's a prayer tower. Hebrews 4:16 tells us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. He gives us a place of rest. Matthew 11, Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 through 30. 
Matthew chapter 11. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He gives us eternal security because we're a part his people. John chapter 10, John chapter 10, beginning with verse number 28. John ten twenty eight, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. And then, of course, he gives us a heavenly home. John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Though we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father. But by me, we have a heavenly home. We have an opportunity. We share it with others. Jesus said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So we want to take that good news to the world and tell them how they also can become a people, a people of God, not based on their background, not based upon where they live, just based upon what they do with Jesus Christ. God bless you, and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.